there's a study done that said it when someone lands on your site, it takes them two tenths of a second for their brain to form an opinion about your brand, and then another two and wow. a half seconds for their eyes to even like formulate what they're looking at. So before mm, their eyes even right. realize it, their brain looks at it and says, "Nope." It out. Hello, Positive Leaders. Thanks for joining us today. You are listening to the Positive Leadership Podcast with Andrea Crabtree and David Liss, a podcast for everything a veterinary manager needs to know to get the job done. We've been there and we know how hard it is and are here to help share our knowledge and expertise to elevate you. I'm Andrea Crabtree, co-founder of Positive Leadership Podcast, owner of FurPaws Consulting, a certified veterinary practice manager, and HR certified professional. And I'm David Liss, co-founder of the Positive Leadership Podcast. I'm also a certified veterinary practice manager, hold an MBA, and I'm a registered veterinary technician. And this podcast is for you, the veterinary practice manager, supervisor, leader. We want to elevate you by equipping you with relevant content, material, guidelines, instruction, feedback, and pro tricks and tips. We will deliver real life experience along with our super smart guests that will get you through the obstacles that you're facing today with some bloopers and blunders along the way to remind you that you're not alone. This episode is generously sponsored by AmeriVet Veterinary Partners. Better business, happier vets, healthier pets. Find Amerivet Veterinary Partners at www.amerivet.com. We are super excited for our super smart guest today. Thank you so much, Adam Greenbaum, the founder and CEO of Whisker Cloud. He dropped in to say hello with us today and share some time. So thank you so much, Adam, for, for swinging by. We're excited to chat with you. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. So we love to start our podcast without the kind of long drawn out reading the bio introduction and instead of that, have a conversation and listen to your story of how you got to where you are today. So without having to read your bio, can you tell me about yourself? Oh, that's time. Well, I'm uh, I'm an only child from Las Vegas, Nevada. I was, um, how, how far back should I go? I was just going to say, are we going from <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. cradle to... <laughs> yeah, cradle. When I was young, you I really loved Cookie Monster. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a guy from Las Vegas, born and raised there. I, uh, uh, like I said, I was an only child. I was always really interested in computers and technology. Ended up graduating high school early, ended up graduating college early with honors and doing a lot of marketing and data and analytics for a couple advertising agencies and then the city of Las Vegas and lasvegas.com. And uh, I got really tired of living in Las Vegas because it's a wonderful place to visit and it's probably the worst place on earth, earth yeah, to live. Definitely uh, that. There's literally nothing to do outside <laughs> of going to the Strip and it's hot. Ooh, so yeah. I, you know, I moved to Denver. I was the head of marketing and, and content for a healthcare organization, AORN, which is the Association of Perioperative Registered Nurses. And uh, I, I have a lot of human healthcare in my background and I, uh, I left that to be the third employee at a virtual interior design startup and head up marketing and operations and was, you know, in between San Francisco and Denver, helping them raise money. We were part of 500 startups, which is a really exclusive uh, private group. Companies like Uber and Lyft and Blue Apron are part of that. So Ooh, I was nice. our main person there and spent a lot of time oh, with a lot cool. of early founders in those groups and learned yeah. a lot. And 
you know, I ended up starting an advertising agency and I had a lot of clients that I hated and didn't really love their products and my dogs were my life and, you know, started Whisker Cloud because I moved to Denver and finding a vet was a nightmare. The website sucked. And, you know, I'm just one of these guys where if if your website's bad, if your branding's bad, if you don't have a good logo, I'm just not going to use your business. That's that's me. <laughs> right. So right. I, yeah. uh, you know, I started Whisker Cloud. I built it for a year. And, you know, here we are uh, a few years later. I'm living in Southern California with my wife, two dogs and a cat. And uh, Whisker Cloud has doubled or tripled in size every year since we started. I haven't slept more than four hours in five years, but <laughs> I uh, I love every second of it. So yeah, that's my like really condensed life story to got me to where I am right now, drinking tea out of a whisker cloud mug and talking to you guys surrounded by incredible Hulk memorabilia. Awesome. Nice. What an amazing smash up of where you came from and what your passion is. Like I, I dig that. I love that. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I've always been obsessed with marketing and and branding. And, you know, it's the little details that I think every business on earth fails. And then you have vet med that fails so bad, it's like off a cliff. It's like the details about how to answer phones, how to answer emails, how to format emails. You guys should feel bad for people when they join Whisker Cloud. We're like, this is how you send an email. And they'll send an email and we're like, okay, I would have turned that sentence into a new paragraph. And they're like, are you serious? And we're like, yeah, this is how right. we do it at Whisker Cloud. We are crisp and we are tight. We are the New England Patriots of, of the you know tech space. Right. So Adam, if you could pick your favorite, maybe podcast or book or CE or class or something that left a lasting impact on you, what would that be? Yeah, there's a book by Charles Duhigg called the power of habit it's actually really crazy what i what i liked about it was when i was younger i dealt with horrible anger issues says guy who constantly tells everyone how much he loves the hulk um i I dealt with i dealt with anger issues (laughs) back then yeah it was it was all hulk no banner now it's a a little bit more banner but um (laughs) yeah it's this book by charles duhigg and it's talking about the habits that our brain form um from an early age you know it's like at some point your brain is learning left leg, right leg when you're walking. And then at some point that habit just becomes autopilot. Same with driving, same with everything. So, you know, it's a lot about triggers and what makes you react the way you do to things. And then how do you fix that? But it's also talks a lot about organizationally. Um, How do how do organizations function from the top down? And uh, I always think that, you know, the personality of the leader is what translates down. So, you know, a lot of hospitals know this. If you have a toxic staff, if you've got a PM who's unhappy, if you've got a lot of turnover, it's going to trickle down and it's going to be a nightmare. And, And it's the same at Whisker Cloud. You know, we have a lot of people here who are finding themselves in a position where they were with companies before and the smallest details were just not cared about. And here, you know, I, I make the joke. It's like in our CRM, if you put parentheses around the area code and the phone number instead of using dashes it like keeps me up at night so you know <laughs> if, if that's the if that's the worst thing they have to deal with at whisker right. cloud it's not too bad right. right so you run a veterinary website marketing company and i don't i don't mean to be cheeky but i'll be cheeky and say you know it's just a website company right and i know it's not so tell us a little bit about whisker cloud and why i would assume saying that what you do is just websites is probably offensive right so what do you guys do at Whisker Cloud? What else do you uh, provide to veterinary practices? You know, what's funny is 
two week, two three weeks ago, we were named one of the top twenty one design agencies. I mean, it was like GoDaddy, wow, Squarespace. Wow! Oh my gosh! Congratulations, Adam! Oh, thank you. Amazing. And you know what the funny thing is? Is I have a really, uh, I have a really strong. I have my finger on the pulse of like when big press is coming our way, when we're winning awards. I didn't know this was coming, and I got the email wow. on a Friday night. And I and it's like you know they had us up there awesome. with agencies that Dang. that were you know that like do the NBA's website that do Golden Sack Goldman wow, Sachs and the thing that and if you look at the article what's crazy is it says like who do they work with and it's like the NBA the next one says Goldman Sachs the next one says the NHL and then you have us it just says veterinary hospitals and like <laughs> when I tell people yeah, right. hey. what I do well it's like I people are like what do you do I'm like oh I own a software company and they're like well really who do you work with I'm like oh vet hospitals are like what the hell why and I'm <laughs> Like, right. well, you don't get it. <laughs> but the, the funny thing about Whisker Cloud is we're like the, our websites are marketing for us. But it's funny when people ask what I do, we're not a website company. We're a company that hosts your website on really expensive Google Cloud servers. 15 to 20% of the hospitals that come to us, and we have about, you know, 50 to 70 that come to us every month for demos and wanting to learn more. It's like, um, they come to us, they've been hacked, their websites down, their emails don't work, their forms don't work. Those are all things, whether it's bad hosting, you know, bad IT companies that set it up. So they deal with a lot of that stuff. So it's it's the cloud servers, it's the security, it's the 24-7 malware scans and firewall, it's the custom forms, it's the SSL certificate to make sure your site is safe and encrypted, it's the SEO that we put an insane amount of effort into, it's the unlimited support that we offer everyone. And you know what's crazy? It's like 10% of the emails our team gets every day have nothing to do with our services but are typically digital related and you'd be pretty hard pressed to find a time that our team didn't go above and beyond and help them with something that has nothing to do with us so you know it's like yeah we do websites but i think more importantly most of the company most of the hospitals that come to work with us we're like oh where's your domain oh we don't know okay well where's your email oh we don't know okay well do you have analytics on your site like do you know how it's doing oh we've never looked at that or they never provided it so you know for us me being a perfectionist it's like no if i own this hospital what would i want i want the website right. to How look great yeah yeah but it's like i want to make sure it's hosted well i don't think of a single vet professional on earth cares about that nor should they uh, but i want to make sure it's hosted well i want security you know we have backup servers people don't think about that there's a lot of times when there's dds ddos attacks and you'll see like sites like Amazon and Tesla go down and our sites are up. And I always laugh about that. It's like, yeah, we put a lot of extra money and time into that just because I want to sell that. Like your site can't go down. People are like, oh yes, I can. I'm like, no, seriously. Like we spend so much money, your site won't go down. <laughs> right. So yeah, I, I think for us, we, you know, we handle the Google, my business listings. We do the reputation management. We do the social media. We do Google ads. So it's tough. I mean, it's hard. There's so many things. And, and you know, you, you have these veterinarians in all over the world that just don't know. They got local IT company that says, hey, yeah, um, yeah, you know, we're going to build you this site for a couple thousand bucks. We would charge 10,000, but it's 2,000. They say, oh my God, great. And they say, yeah, we're only going to charge you $60 an hour for updates. And they say, wow, that's great. And then they say, hey, you know, we had two people leave. Could you remove them from the site? And they say, yep, that took us 45 minutes. And it's like, no, it didn't. It didn't wow. take 45 minutes. It takes right. five minutes. So, yeah. so for us, I think the thing I love about what we do is, you know, we do have 
customers that email daily for things and okay it's you know i don't think they need to but that's okay i mean they know we're here for that it's sort of like we're like this security blanket for these hospitals and you know they freak out and say where's our domain and we say not to worry we took care of that for you this is where it is this is how we can access it so i i like to think of us more as like you know this one-stop shop but i think we take it another uh, another level further just because you know we use hubspot as our crm and hubspot the amount of data that we have on every customer is just like insane the amount of notes we put in there i mean we put personal notes in there like this person you know this person emails us every thursday afternoon be prepared you know these are the things they typically ask for so just the sheer amount of data and information that we collect no one knows their brand or their website or anything more than us so so yeah that's whisker cloud i mean it's they're the they're the best looking vet websites on earth i don't even have to say that coming from me we were just on that list but it's it's all the other little stuff that is just so important that, you know, that I would want my vet to think about those little things for my dogs and cat. I, I hope that, you know, we can reciprocate and do the same for them. Nice. So on the complete flip side of that, I Googled a practice the other day that doesn't even have a website. Oh. So tell me, why does a practice even need a website? And all those bells and well, whistles. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, this morning I talked to a hospital. They're in Jenks, Oklahoma. And it was so funny because she even said to me she's like you know i'm the new pm we're we're gonna be updating our website we're so excited she's like but in the in the grand scheme of things it doesn't it doesn't really matter and halfway through the conversation i mean she was she said i heard about whisker cloud i went into a facebook group i i asked who's the best and the first 20 comments were all whisker cloud you know she's like you already have my business but i just want to talk through some stuff and i said well do you have any pain points and she said yeah i have two one is we're in this weird spot off the freeway no one can find it the google maps aren't great and i said well there's nothing about that on your current site you know there's not like a hey this might be hard to find here's what you need to do and she says right. oh god i never thought of that and it's like oh okay that was like mm, you know okay. that's like easy, that's easy the one. lowest <laughs> hanging right. fruit yeah, right. Uh, right perfect but you know we also talked about um she said the one problem they have is i can't ever get off the phone and covid's made it worse i said well you know let me show you a couple sites we've done where we have curbside check-in and she said you know, I'm showing it to her and she's like, wait, we can do that. I was like, oh God, we can do anything. And she's like, <laughs> right. yeah, well, our, our IT company said, you know, our forms can only ask these 10 questions. I was like, oh God, no, we can, ours is custom <laughs> right. built. So whatever yep. you want. So, you know, I think even if you're in Jenks, Oklahoma and you're hidden away, having a website is, you know, because what's going to happen, right? You, you know, you have word of mouth that I, I looked up Jenks, Oklahoma, because I have family in Norman and I was like, oh, Jenks, Oklahoma looks kind of nice. And there's like a riverfront walk with shops and restaurants and you know you're walking your dog down there you meet another pet owner they say uh oh yeah you should check them out they're great and you know they look you up and can't find you it's like don't you want a website so people right, can find yeah, you You just told right, me your biggest exactly. pain point is people can't yeah. find you so you can, right 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 and you know even for people I, we have a lot of hospitals that say to us well we're so busy we don't need new clients it's like oh i don't care my my veterinarian my last three veterinarians are whisker card customers but my current veterinarian is a customer and it's like yeah, I want to when I need Apoquil refills, I just go to their site and fill it out. You know, I'm not I don't right. want to Hey, I don't like to talk on the phone. I'm not going to call them. They don't I know they're busy. They don't want me calling. Yeah, I it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I go on the website. So why wouldn't you want that? Or if I need to make an appointment, they use an app called Pet Desk. It's like I I go through Pet Desk and make it. Why why do I want to call and and keep them busy for 10 minutes or five minutes? Yeah. Or like you said exactly. talk to anybody, right? Like yeah, we can do that just, from our phones, right? right? I just want just to book order an it from the Yeah. Totally. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's 2021 
And and the things I have really big thoughts that kind of freak people out just about, you know, I've talked about this a lot on my podcast. Guess what? The pandemic just realized like, you know, we're going to start losing people in a lot of interesting jobs and a lot of, you know, a lot of people that are. I was thinking about like bank tellers, like at some point they're going to say, you know what, there was a pandemic. We don't want people here touching money when if someone needs a deposit, they can just go over to that ATM and deposit checks or cash or they need cash. Right. They can do this. So, you know, we're going to hit this point where there's going to be more and more and more automation. And at some point you're going to have people who say, I need a car. I call Uber. I need food. I call DoorDash and I, I need a vet. I don't want to call you and be put on hold for five minutes and wait. I just want to go to the hospital down the street. That's got the nice website where I can request my Apoquel in 30 seconds from my phone. Exactly. And I think what you talk about there is understanding what the clients want. Right. Yeah, and and I agree. I was listening to a, a CE the other day. And it was with an attorney and she was telling us that there is a another attorney in our area that is actually getting on websites and looking for ADA. Um, yes. And the and there was a, a case where they the hospital lost and it was a I don't remember, but it was I mean, my jaw hit the ground, so it was a big chunk of money. So tell me about this whole yeah, this uh, ADA compliance on websites. Like how does that even work? Yeah, you know what's great is that the old Whisker Cloud office, um, I always say like, oh, it's like a year ago, but it, you know, I have no sense of time or dates anymore. Everything in my life was just a year ago. Um, yeah, but like hashtag and a very, very right? long That's year. Just pretty much it. <laughs> the office, the 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 company in the office next to us in our building was an ADA compliant web agency. So I was like oh, wow. eating lunch with them one day, and I was showing them our sites, <laughs> and I was like, hey, you know, I'll I'll give you some tips on your website. Show me how to make one vet site. So yeah, we did that too. There's a couple cool things because, you know, I think the vet rumor mill, you know, you get on these Facebook groups and, and things can spot really quick. And there's like, oh, did everyone hear about this, this hospital in New York that was sued and they lost for 25,000? What's nice about it is the law states you'll get you'll get two notices in the first 60 days and you have time to fix the issue. Now, what's oh, really fantastic. nice yeah and and a lot of right. these <laughs> a lot of these situations are typically one little thing it's like oh that one button was just a little too small on that one page and you can fix it but yeah we we do ADA compliance we do a few things both on the front end and back end so on the front end we use a, an app that makes it really easy to um, you know you can turn on like screen readers you can make the cursor bigger you can change the the lighting density and things like that um, we also name files properly. You have to do that for screen readers. And then we do some stuff on the back end. And then the way we code has to have a certain amount of spacing and um, certain things like that. So yeah, the ADA compliance is, um, it's important. I mean, and it's not even important because, hey, you can get sued. It's important because there's people out there using the internet right. that need yeah, help and you should just right. want to help Absolutely. them because you want to help them. But exactly. yeah, on the that's flip side, your clients. Yeah. It's a great way to yeah. think about it. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a scary thing, but most vet, like any vet hospital that lost, it's probably because they got notices in the mail and thought, oh, this is stupid or this is spam mm -hmm. and threw it away. Mm -hmm. You mentioned at the beginning, and I think when I think of a website, I think of it as searching for something mostly new, right? So you already gave us some, a couple of great ideas of how current clients would use websites, but aren't websites just for new clients? And you know, what about current clients? And how does a website help current clients stay bonded, stay rebonded and, and stay connected to the practice? What are some uh, best practices, best tips for people, if, you know, to put on their websites? 
you know, what we put on a lot of our sites, anyone who wants them is like photo galleries where people can upload photos of their pets. I mean, even, I mean, this is like the best free marketing advice I could give anyone, right? It's like, you have me, I have a hundred thousand social media followers. I've got a couple thousand friends on Facebook. And it's like, I post a picture of Sophie and Baxter on the website, they post it. And then I get to tell everyone, Hey, check out, you know, here's a link, check out Sophie and Baxter on the website. How cool is this? And then all of a sudden I have thousands of whatever, hundreds of friends who go look at the site and say, wow, this is so cool. That's so cool that this vet cares enough to feature Adam's dogs. Yes. And on top right. of it, look at this website. Wow. My vet's website doesn't <laughs> look like this. And you know, it's like posting reviews, same thing. It's, you know, everyone loves to see their stuff so if they had a great you know they leave a great review and it's like hey your kind words meant so much to us we put it on the home page of the website i think things like that are cool but most importantly you know we're, we're just at this point in life where you know there's record numbers of pets being adopted and and pets are people's kids more than they've ever been before and i i think the same way that humans humans with children parents uh, that was a weird moment where i couldn't think of the word but parents <laughs> you know obsess over their kids doctors and appointments and checking up on those things i think we all do the same thing with our vets and you know we want to follow them on social media because we want to see what dr lewis is doing and we yeah, want to see right. pictures of those things and we want to see hey what are they doing with covid so i know so a, a website is such this it's just this interesting thing i mean it really is this first impression there's a study done that said it when someone lands on your site it takes them two tenths of a second for their brain to form an opinion about your brand and then another two and wow. a half seconds for their eyes to even like formulate what they're looking at so before their <laughs> eyes even realize right. it their brain looks at it and says nope it out. oh wow. yeah and i mean and you probably do the same thing with like restaurants when you're traveling sure, uh, everything. You, yeah. oh yeah it's like you, you look yeah. and you're like oh i heard that food's good let me pull it up you look at the website you're like uh no because mm -hmm. if this is how right. their website looks like you know the yeah. cooks like sneeze like yeah <laughs> right, sneeze right, on the right. food so but the website's also about what the clinics put in when you work with a company like whisker cloud the, there's endless customizations but we can only pull so many teeth to say you got to send us photos there's hospitals that just say we don't want to take photos we don't care just make it look nice make the colors look good and you know i that always hurts me a little bit because i i mean there's honestly a horrible business move but i kind of want to say like hey go work with someone else like you know i i don't even want to put your site right. up without stuff like that yeah. i mean i really i really feel that way mm -hmm. but the site's going to say powered by whisker cloud at the bottom it better be perfect yeah, and you it have better to be proud right. of it too right yeah, yeah. So, right, right. right i think yeah. about that a lot Adam, you had mentioned a couple acronyms and some buzzwords that really made me think like, oh, snap. Um, I'm thinking of my website, you know, in my head. Tell me a little bit about SEO. What the heck is it? And why do I need that? You know, what's great is we have uh, we have three new people on our web team and they asked me for an SEO training. Yesterday, I led an hour long SEO training and I talked to them about it because um, we do a lot of training on it internally and we have people that are SEO specialists here. But SEO is um, it's just like the biggest bullshit on earth. Um, and 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 I got to say, you know, there's a lot of companies out there that say, oh, you want to be on our SEO package? Like, oh, it's an extra $750. Yeah, right. This, this. And it's <laughs> just it sound like this good thing that I'm like, right. yeah, apparently yeah. sign me up. Yeah. Well, it's on and, sale. I'll take it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, and like, here's the thing. It's like for me, SEO is built into it, even on our lowest, lowest plan. This is the deal with SEO. Um, and I'm and I stand behind this with every fiber of my being. We have a 40 point checklist that I've developed over the years. I think it's 
like 44 things right now. And if you do those 44 things on this checklist to a website, you're going to, you're going to be at the top of Google period. It's, it's just, hmm. there's no way. Nice. Now we have people that come to us and say, I'm not at the top of Google. What's wrong? Well, yeah, I'll tell you why you have a 3.9 rating on google yeah, right. with with, right. with 18 with 18 reviews so Ooh, so yeah i think the mm -hmm. biggest thing that we struggle with is there's two types of seo there's on page and off page so like on page it's you know it's the way we code it is does the site load quickly is it secure does it work nice on mobile um do you have do you keep people on the page for a long time are mm -hmm. they looking at more than one page did you use the proper keywords did you use good meta tags meta tags are like the language you know there's called metadata and there's also schema and we, we put a lot of effort in that on every single page, even the smallest little pages that no one looks at. We still want to do everything according to Google standards. I was trained on this at Google in San Francisco, so um, I'm really serious about it. But if you have bad reviews, we can't help you. And, and guess yeah, what? So you could you have... No, I mean, and, and to be honest, you could have the best SEO laden website on earth, but Google, when someone's searching for a vet near them, Google has to make a snap decision. Who do we want to show right now? Do we want to show the hospital with 227 reviews at 4.8 or do we want to show them at 3.9 with 18 mm -hmm. reviews? Like we're yeah. going to show them. So, right. you know, I, I think a lot of people think about SEO and we get those, we get those messages a lot where people are like, you said I'd be at the top of Google. I'm number three. And mm -hmm. it's like, well, yeah, you're in a really dense area and everyone right. else has 200 reviews. And, sure. you know, there's also, we get this a lot when people launch a brand new site with a brand new domain. I mean, one of the other things Google looks at is domain authority um, and domain age. So, you know, when you're a new brand and, and you have a brand new URL, brand new brand, and we launch your site and we get we get an email two weeks later and you're like, hey, you know, I thought you guys were good at SEO. I mean, it's just crazy. That's like me getting, you know, me starting one of my dogs on Apical years ago and e emailing the, the vet a week later and saying like, wasn't he supposed to be right. healed now? I mean, he's <laughs> taken five of these pills. Right, right, what are we hello. doing? Right. So take some time. Google My Business just released one of their biggest updates ever. And uh, we actually have a team of people internally that are going through every single Google My wow. Business page and, mm -hmm. and optimizing them and there's mm -hmm. i mean each one takes i mean this isn't like a 10 minute ordeal this is a lot of effort we're going through one by one manually um wow it, it was just interesting that that new uh their Google's new algorithm in which they change often went through at the beginning of the year and they started putting a heavier weight on two things, proximity of the searcher to the business and uh, Google reviews. Those are now the top mm -hmm. two factors in wow. Google ranking you locally. So wow, that's okay. the other thing too. It's like you could have this like, oh my God, SEO, but proximity of the searcher to the yeah. business is important. Now we put mm. geolocation on every page in the scheme mm -hmm. of the site. I've never seen another web company, vet or non-vet, ever do that for local businesses we put it on every page because mm -hmm. that's another like freaky ocd thing i deal with like <laughs> i want people to be able to find this so but it's all about the proximity so you know we get these things too where you know someone might say well why don't i rank number one for you know la vet and it's like well there's you know 140 vet yeah. businesses in la proper plus hands. 30 miles plus you know yeah. on top of that no one really realizes this and this is the most interesting thing is every single Google, every single person's google search results are different no one realizes that but it is it's sort of like the facebook feed the three of us could follow the same 
hundred pages and have our friends, but based on our activity, mm -hmm. it shows you different things. So sure. that's the other thing we deal with too. So that's why when people ask about SEO, we're trying to show them like, hey, um, you know, we've got a clinic up in Gardner, Massachusetts that David may have heard of in the past, but you know, like last <laughs> month, they had 88% of their traffic came from organic search, 88%. That's crazy. So in, in that wow. situation, now they're ranked number one across the board for a million things. But like beyond that, it's it's not even that. It's, it's, it's hey, almost nine out of 10 people found you on Google just by searching for stuff. That's pretty cool. Let's not it's worry really good, about right? the ranking. Yeah, right. so, so yeah, SEO is like this, you know, I, I mean, listen, yes. Guess what I could do? I could charge everyone a thousand bucks. We could be, we could be creating, thousand word posts, linking, creating backlinks. We can do those things. And guess what? Yeah, it probably, it probably would help your SEO tremendously. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of work. And mm -hmm. guess what? None of that shit's going to matter if you have a 4.1 rating on Google mm -hmm. and people yeah, need to realize right. that. So it just won't matter. So I'm more focused on we built it right. We coded it right. We named things properly. We mm -hmm. indexed it properly. We built four different sitemaps for you. We do all these things. And, you know, the rest is I need you to be nice. And, you know, we had a clinic recently. She got like five one star reviews in a week and she's in New York City. Ouch. And I and I personally called her because the content team told me and I called her and it was funny. She was really aggressive. I was calling to be nice, just saying, hey, I heard about this. Can I help, you know, out of the goodness of my heart? And she's like, sure. well, I'm confused. You know, aren't you supposed to be the team that takes care of this? I said, yeah, we, we manage your reputation online. We can't like just stand in there and remind you to be nice to people yeah, when right, you're getting no, these one right. star reviews. I right. said, you got five in a week. That's that's you. You got to figure yeah. that out. Yeah. So yeah, right. yeah. it goes both ways. Makes sense. So I've got a website. It's awesome. It's a Whisker Cloud site. I've got my team smiling on there. I've got my appointment requests. I've got my online pharmacy. I've got, you know, my team. I've got services. I've got all that stuff, right? Websites are just set it and forget it, right, Adam? I mean, you just, you create a great site and then I don't check it for 20 years, just like I wouldn't check a good <laughs> investment, right? So what the heck should we be doing? And listen, I know that you guys are working in the background to do this, but what should a veterinary practice, veterinary manager, you know, how often, once a month, once a week, what are the things they should be checking, updating, you know, switching out? Um, what are some good, what are some good best practices there? Because I, I assume that the website is not just, you put it in at 450 for 20 minutes and out comes a turkey, right? Like you gotta, you gotta <laughs> um, check it and baste it and check the temperature and stick the thermometer in the wing and, you know, do all those things. So tell us about that. Yeah, well, we send out a lot of emails every month, um, quite a few that are basically ideas. So I have, I call it my shiny things. Um, and when we're creating content, I always say, okay, this is our content needs for the week. I need one shiny thing. And then I need one informative post. Who wants to write what? And our shiny thing is typically, uh, we just did a few recently. And there was a situation about a month ago where Texas and Missouri got really pounded by this like freaky storm. And we had maybe that was 30, crazy. 40. Yeah. yeah, we had 30 or 40 hospitals email us that they were out of power down. So I was personally looking at the sites and, you know, looking at them. And I realized something after looking at like the first 10 or 15. I said, do you realize none of these sites say in case of emergency do this? So I said oh, to our right. team, any of these hospitals emailed, I want you to email them right now. We're going to be proactive. I want you to email them and ask them if I'm a client right now yeah, and you're out of power, what am I supposed to do? I need you to tell us what we're supposed to do. And we're going to put on your site. Like again, no other, no other company is going to have the crazy CEO look at that, catch that and say, we got to email them. And we did. And 
So we put out a post that was like, why your page needs an emergency or why your website needs an emergency page. And we actually found a lot of stats that I think were really important. So we do that too. We also, you know, we found a stat and, and typically we're always looking for stats that kind of work for vet med. And we're always trying to figure out like, how can we correlate this to veterinary medicine? How can we help them and do things like that? So we were looking up like an emergency page. Why does your site need an emergency page? Why is it important? And you know, we said your clients deserve it. There's SEO value because even if you don't offer emergency veterinary care, even having that information. Yeah. yeah, And then you can be a, you know, you can be a provider of that and it's important for client education. So we talked about that. We talked about an FAQ page and it was great. We found the stat the stat said that the average business call duration is four minutes and 52 seconds. So every time a customer calls, it's five minutes of your time. Well, we started thinking about that. It's like, how many calls do vet hospitals get a day? Is it 20? Is it 30? Is it three hours a day or spent on the phone? And how many of those questions are like, Hey, do you do you take Discover card? Do you guys offer care right, credit? Right. Yeah. So I mean, yep. so we did this post and we actually, you know, we've built some really nice FAQ pages, but I wanted people, you know, I want our customers to see those things and sort of be inspired by that and think, oh, we should have that. So we're constantly building out, you know, like careers pages. It's so funny. You know, we started building custom careers pages for people and they were coming to me and they were saying, okay, so we spent a lot of money on hiring and it's not going well. And I said, well, you know, how are you doing? Oh, there, you know, there's a couple of vet related boards and it's a thousand dollars per job or it's this or that. And, you know, it's just not working. And I said, well, why don't we just build on your page? We'll get some SEO value. People can upload their resume and, you know, their cover letter right to your site. It'll go right to your front desk. And it's in one of the first hospitals we did it for is in Fort Mill, South Carolina. And the funny thing is if you type in Fort, Fort Mill uh, veterinary careers, they're literally at the top of Google. And, you know, talking to them about it, it we were they were laughing because they're like, we've never gotten so many things. I said, and here's the thing, you're not paying for these. You're not paying yeah, on right, Indeed. Right. You're free. not paying. Yeah, this is just people searching that are in the area needing a job and you're coming up. And even if they don't type in the city name, they're typing in veterinary careers, you know, they're still coming up near the top because of the geolocation. So, you know, there's all those things. And and I really do encourage uh, vet hospitals to to really be on top of that. So we sent out a lot of ideas, but it's it's also on you to say, hey, we have a new form. Let's digitalize this. Or yeah, we're running a special for dental or for allergies. We should have a pop-up and we should have a landing page. So, you know, it, it's really a partnership with what we do here. And, you know, when we send out these emails and I'm just saying this bluntly as the business owner, you know, it's not like we, we don't make money on that. There's no positive ROI other than I think for me, the most important thing is our, our hospitals don't have outdated sites. So when we say, hey, we want to build you an FAQ page or we want to build you an emergency page and 300 hospitals, you know, a fraction of our total clients say, yeah, can you do that? It's like, well, shit, this sucks. Now we have to build 300 yeah, custom landing pages. <laughs> right. But on the flip side, you know, they're going to have customers and clients say to them like, oh, man, thank God you had that emergency page that saved my life. And they're going to think back and be like, Man, thank God Whisker Cloud reminded us to do that. So, you know, those are those like little detail things that I always freak out about. But yeah, I mean, so with websites, you know, keep your team page up to date, keep your services. So many people will email and say, oh, we forgot to tell you guys, we do laser therapy now. We've been doing it for a year. And it's like, why would you not tell us how many potential clients did you not get because they found your site, they liked it, said, oh, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, it's a, it's a true partnership. 
let's dive into this a little bit, Adam, because I definitely have some follow-up here. I know that there was a famous person one day that said this, and I don't know who it was, but we'll go with it anyway. You can't manage what you don't measure. So what type of metric should a practice manager be looking at when we talk about you know, things like adding cold laser or we added another doctor or we're updating bios. What should we be looking at from either the data analytics side or what should we be thinking about to feed you guys information to be putting on there? So tell me a little bit about both of those. Yeah, my background's in data and analytics and and building out models and stuff like that. And, you know, I think I think the things I care about when I look at a dashboard, uh, you know, it's funny as I, I was like teaching my team about this, too. I said, you know, you can look at a dashboard. You guys can show me data for a hospital. I don't even need to know the hospital. I can tell you the story based on the data. I can look at it and say, OK, so they had. 2000 visitors last month and they had 2200 page views what does that tell me right there and i point to someone on the team and they say i don't know and i say okay that tells me that 2000 unique visitors came to that site and there were 2200 page views which means the average person is barely looking at just over one page probably not great meaning something on whatever page you're landing on probably not hitting them enough to want to look at a second page that's bad. Then we'll look at things like what devices they're on. So for our customers, it's you know somewhere in the 72 to 75% range mobile. So when I look at that, I'm looking at what percentage of people are coming to the site on mobile. And if it's really low, I'll, I don't even need to see the site. I'll tell you, it's probably not a site that's built for mobile. I'm looking at how people are finding them. Is it through social? Is it through organic search? What keywords are they using? The, I mean, and outside of that, I'm looking at conversions. That's the number one thing I look at. I mean, at the end of the day, and I want people to go to a website and really get to know the doctors, the services, the team. That is really important. But if they do not click book appointment or if they don't fill out a form or they don't call you, I personally, and this is a harsh take, I personally consider it a waste of a visit. And it's no different than me walking into Louis Vuitton and looking at that luggage that I always thought would be cool to own, but worried I'd beat right. it up one and day. And, the and, and, not, and they're like, yeah. why does this goofball keep walking in here? Um, I don't think I could really pull off Louis Vuitton luggage, but <laughs> but I love the Lakers. I love the Lakers and every guy on that team rocks it. It just looks cool. But yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. So, you know, they go to the site and, you know, even if even if the data showed me I had 2,000 visitors and 8,000 page views, you're like, wow, they're looking at four pages per visit. That's really great. Again, if the conversions are low. So, you know, all of these little metrics sort of tell a story. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I care about one thing. I want appointment requests. So we have a lot of, we have some clinics that say, I don't want an appointment button or I don't want forms on the site. That kills me. Or, you know, oh, don't put our phone number on there. Only make them fill out a form. No, that kills me too. It's like, right. yeah. they don't realize this. Right. And a lot of, a lot of front desk people and practice managers will say to us like, well, you know, we don't want to mess with checking emails. We don't want to mess with phone calls. I'm like, no, there's thousands of businesses. And during the pandemic that were, praying to God for a phone call, for an email, yeah, for business. Absolutely. There yeah. were restaurants going yes. out of business, fighting for their lives, 
20 people losing yeah. business because they couldn't figure it out and you don't want to check the email three times a day please stop right. just right. check right. the yeah. email answer the phone it's business and it's like i think a lot of these people don't realize if the business suffers people lose their jobs and I don't want you to lose your jobs. I don't want it to be hard for someone to book an appointment on your site. Don't make it harder for them. Or, you know, we'll have some people that say, hey, you know, I, I want I want them first, they have to fill out this pre-questionnaire. And we have a few like this. Uh, if you're listening, sorry, I won't mention you by name. But they have to fill out like a pre-questionnaire if they'll accept them as a new client. And then once they do that, wow. they'll email them and say, yeah. yes, we've accepted you wow. as a new client. Now can you fill out this form? And it's like, yeah. oh, kiss my ass like i i, <laughs> right, I need right. to spend six hundred dollars on on apoquel you yeah. bet you you'd be lucky to have me so yeah it's it's just a it's a weird it goes thing back to the the not being though the client friendly right not looking at it from the client aspect and yeah. we're still dictating what we're willing to do for clients instead of saying hey you know the clients would rather email us or they would rather send us a text message or they would rather order their apoquil online at two o'clock in the morning when it's convenient for them and we have to change that model and and start thinking you know what does a client want and how can we make that easier for the client and and oh my goodness we have to check the email three times a day like woe is me you know, and get over that. <laughs> no, trust me. It's like we have we have so many automations. When someone requests a demo and wants to learn more about Whisker Cloud, it like pings forty people's phones. It's like, hey, <laughs> someone wants to talk. I don't right. care. You guys should all trip over each other to get to them. And it's, and yeah. it's crazy how fast we move. And we have automations. Yeah. To be honest, if you're out there mm -hmm. listening, you're about to be shocked. We have automations that look like real emails that go out immediately. We actually, I think we wait six minutes. So it seems like they waited six minutes. And then <laughs> so I said to actually type. <laughs> well, it's like, I, and then I told them, I'm like, aren't people going to think we're crazy when they request an appointment or request a demo at two in the morning and like Lauren replies six minutes later? <laughs> it's like, oh, that was weird. I can't believe they're up on Sunday morning at 2 a.m., but okay. And we're waiting for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's hilarious. We really focus on the show having, uh, you know, the goal of, of having managers and leaders and owners that are listening to take away a couple of really high value, um, you know, habits and, and, and tidbits that they can literally, and we, and we talk about this, they, they can put in place tomorrow. So we're, we're recording on a Friday, Monday morning, they're going to go do these things. And, you know, I think you, you've given us a bunch, you know, an FAQ page, uh, making sure your your staff um, pictures are up to date, your team's up to date, uh, looking at, you know, Googling your own business and seeing if all the information is correct, getting your online pharmacy and appointment reminders, you know, connected. Adam, what are a couple of, uh, of high value things you'd say if you had a manager right in front of you and they said, tell me, sir, you know, what would be the two things I should start on Monday, what would those be and why? Yeah, and the funny thing is neither of them are Whisker Cloud related. Number one is we're gonna we're gonna figure out how to answer the phones and we're gonna get a system in place. No one should ever be on hold for more than I don't know forty five seconds. Like we have to figure that out. And I'm gonna I'll I'll just say a quick story. One of the clinics that we uh, that we run ads for recently, um, we called them, put on hold for ten minutes. And, wow. and, 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 you know, when they answered, they said, hi, is this an emergency or can I put you on hold? And, and I said, not an emergency, 10 minutes on hold. So I, aye, I, aye. I emailed him. I said, Hey, call me after hours. I want to chat with you. And he's probably like, why is the, why is the weird ass website guy right, like, after making me call him? Yeah. Like taking him to the principal's <laughs> office. I said, dude, you just put, you put me on hold for 10 minutes. He goes, yeah, that was bad. I said, no, I want you to think about this. Like, what if I was a current customer who was really put off by that? More importantly, you spend $30 a day on ads and most of those ads are for people to call you. You have a business 
They don't know you. They have no attachment to you. They've never been there. They searched for a vet, saw an ad, clicked, loved your website, called you, and they have no opinion of your business whatsoever. And you yeah, have the opportunity right there to get a client for life. And you put them on hold for 10 minutes, they will, you're done. They will never yeah. consider it again. So yeah, I think for tough. me, it's, you know, it's a lot of the hospitals we run ads for, um, I mean, whenever we call them, it's it's across the board. It's and it drives me crazy because then people say our ads working. It's like, well, you know, unfortunately, and I think that's that's tough because I don't think a lot of vet reception teams are trained to be like, hey, you're kind of a salesperson here. Someone calls, you need to make a good impression, but they really do. But I think they look at it like it's another day of bullshit. There's a pandemic. Pet owners yeah, are horrible. Right. And it's like, oh, I, the phone's ringing. Shit. Here we go again. But no, I mean, you have to answer every call. Um, as my friend Adam Chrisman said on my podcast recently, it's like, you know, at Disneyland before they go on stage, there's a sign out back that says smile, you're on stage. And, you know, he told the story of, you know, he makes himself smile. He makes his team smile before they walk into an exam room and it's the same thing phone rings you're having a bad day make yourself smile answer the phone show them what makes you guys great because if it's not great and it's just okay they're not going to even want to come in so that's a big part of it we can't do you could have the best website on earth it just won't matter if their first interaction with you is bad so you know i think a lot of it for me is you know the things that supplement what whisker cloud does we're going to drive a lot of extra calls and emails to your business but it you know we're leading those horses to water but you gotta you gotta be there on the other side of it we have to partner up on this you know we if we're running a campaign for you with you know Know, and and this is another issue we've seen in the past because we see these reviews we're running a landing pages they're running a special we have ads running we have banners on their site it's you know click here and get thirty dollars off this and then they fill it out and you know they don't hear back from you for four days it's like no they wanted a special they wanted it right now you need to be there when they're emailing you can't blow them off for four days or they're, they're gonna be pissed so you know I, I would tell people that Think of the logistics, like we'll handle the website. Your website's gonna run smoothly. Don't worry about that. Worry about what happens when there's good times. Like how do you handle the success of being a growing business? And I truthfully don't think, I just don't think they're trained on that. So I would say the biggest training should just be how to answer the phones, how to respond to emails, how to interact with them. Um, because I, I I just think it's tough and, and it's hard after a long time. I mean, you know, we get 200 emails a day. Does anyone out there think that they're all like great and dandy? Hey, hey, Whisker Cloud team, happy Friday. How are you? I can promise you not less than half of our emails are like that. A lot of them are like, change this picture. I need it done in an hour. I mean, that's just, that is the true shit. Or it's, you know, Friday night <laughs> yep. at seven o'clock. Yep. Yeah. Like, Forgot to email you earlier. We changed our phone number. Can you update it in the 700 places you update it? And it's like, well, we don't want to leave them hanging all weekend. Right, so someone I'm here, going to so, now. <laughs> yeah. So it's just one of those things where you know I, I think you just have to train people to be ready for you know for success. Adam, we had mentioned this a little bit earlier. We have those encounters with clients, especially for you clients. They can be with a practice owner or a practice manager, maybe support staff. And in that moment, it is like the jaw dropping, eyes bug out of your head like a pug, palm hits the forehead, at pinch me, is this real? You cannot make this shit up story. So could you, you know, change the names, protect the innocent, but can you share <laughs> one of your stories with us that you just could never in a million years, could never make this shit up? 
Yeah, I, I've got a lot. I mean, it's funny. I've, I've out of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of customers, I've, I've only ever, ever had to hire like or fire four or five. And you know, we had a guy. Uh, was a mobile vet up in Connecticut. I'm good. I won't say his name, although I kind of want to. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Called someone on my team a bitch. I, uh, in write, you know, in an email, I mean, I uh, I called him. I said, hey, just letting you know, your site's coming down immediately. We're done, effective right now. I'm going to end your agreement. I'm going to prorate you back whatever's left and you're done. And he's like, you can't do that. And I said, no, I can't. I don't care. Well, we have a contract. I said, yeah, I'm going to, I don't give a fuck. You can, you can get a lawyer. You can do whatever you yeah. want to do. You're I'll done today. You like yes. I'm done. Right. And, you know, in, and even recently, we had a guy starting a business in um, in the Midwest, and the way he spoke to me and the way he spoke to his two account managers who are female on my team, it, he would speak to me one way, and then he spoke to them, and and he wow. sent kind of a nasty email, and and I felt that our account manager sent back such a nice email, and I, I want you guys to know something. This was three days after he signed up for Whisker Cloud. Wow. And wow. It was so bad that his his partner emailed us to apologize. So wow. he asked this question. Mm. His account manager responded and copied me on it. In his response to her, it was like a Saturday night, and it hit my phone. And I'm trying to relax, and I read it. And you know, I I I, I joke about loving the Hulk. I'm saying this. I have I, a, a comical amount of Hulk memorabilia in my home office. I mean, I'm not kidding you. Multiple pieces of art on the wall. Multiple statues that are a couple feet tall. <laughs> I have like every Hulk Funko old I know, comics I've seen pictures. <laughs> yeah, but That's I'm awesome. like, and I went full. You know, I talk about that book the power of habit i mean i really use that book and and there's just those moments where that shit's out the window and i mean yeah, i Green called him came on full force oh, huh? i mean i called him on this <laughs> i called him right then and there i'm like hey you're an asshole man like I, I can't believe you just sent that email it's saturday night do you think she wants to read that on a saturday night and i never i or really it make it a habit yeah, yeah i mean but i mean i just i was so annoyed at that i'm like do not Talk to her that way. So, um, and we've seen the patterns. I mean, people are getting worse and worse to vet professionals, and yeah. you know, and we all know the the scary stuff that's going on in this industry, and yeah. um, what happened yeah. a couple weeks ago, and it's and it's really messed up, and 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 people don't realize that. Hey, Andrea here. Have you seen our social media pages? Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can also find us on our website, www.positiveleaders.com. And if you like what you see there, be sure to give Rhonda and Linda a shout out over at Dog Days Consulting. They do all of our social media management. They even built our website. Those ladies can work some creative magic for your business and your brand. Check them out on Facebook at Dog Days Consulting or visit their website at www.dogdaysconsulting.com. So I'm going to tee you up, Adam, for our last part of the podcast, which is the rapid fire. So these questions, they're meant for you to just literally be, you know, that Freudian off the tongue response. You know, you kind of jump to the point and just bam, this is the answer. That'd be great. Are you ready to rock and roll? Oh boy, here we go. Yep, I'm good. <laughs> All right. So tell me about your most epic failure that has left a lasting impact. I would say it's been a series of, I wouldn't say it's one failure. I would say, I, you know, I've, I've had issues just my whole life. I've always been so laser focused on like 
my career and success that I probably haven't been a great friend at times. I probably haven't been a great cousin at times. And, and I probably could have been um, a little more involved instead of being so laser focused on a lot of the stuff I'm working on and obsessing about it. Tell me about your proudest moment probably the day I got married. It was just, it was cool. It was, you know, my wife's family is amazing. My family and friends are amazing. And, uh, you know, it was just, I, I, I think about that day a lot. It's like, this is probably the only time ever that this exact collection of people will ever be in one room together. So you had a choice of opening a website company that serviced any profession. Why veterinary medicine? And what do you love about our profession? Yeah, I mean, my dogs are our kids. Um, I would take a bullet Literally, I mean, my dogs are my life. Baxter, I, I rescued, and, and he has a lot of health problems, and there's been so many great vets in his life that when I rescued him, he was near death and, and had a lot of issues, and he was really abused. So, you know, I, I think I'm forever grateful for that. I think just, you know, I, I always knew they were such good people, and it was either this or podiatry, and I just didn't want to look at feet all day. So self-care is uh, really important part about what we do because we do as you mentioned men work with so much traumatic stuff how do you practice self-care how do you decompress yeah you know we got a peloton so we ride that wandavision was great i'm a big marvel fan and you know we watch a lot of movies and you know for me it's just i like going on really long walks with the dogs do a lot of reading and and actually we've got we've become like world-class chefs cooks how do you balance work and life and do you experience work guilt in the balance when you're when you're turning work off i do not balance it well at all um i work a lot of hours even when i don't need to be there's just always stuff to be done and i'm always thinking three steps ahead so it's hard what keeps you up at night things that you stress out over things that cause you anxiety in for you your business you know, are my employees happy? How are they doing during the pandemic? Um, you know, how are they doing personally? You know, I think about I think about our customers a lot and, you know, how they're doing. And, you know, especially when we see the negative reviews. I mean, I mean, you know, it's like that's why I reached out to that woman in New York I was talking about earlier. It's like I, I, might, I just personally want to reach out. I mean, you know, you get five one star reviews in a week. Uh, that's pretty bad. And what gets you up and out of bed in the morning? What excites you to start your day? You know, I, I really love what I'm doing here. I, I think, you know, I say this to my employees and I really mean it. And this isn't a slight to anyone. It's just the truth. Um, you know, I say like, you know, there's a few companies on earth, Apple, Nike, who can go to bed every night and say, in terms of this industry of what we do, we're the best. I mean, I go to sleep every night really knowing we're the best. And I wake up every morning really with this thought in my head that someone's right behind me. I want to make sure that everybody out there knows that Whisker Cloud has a podcast as well. Adam, do you want to tell everybody the name of the podcast and what your focus is? Yeah, so it's the Whisker Talks podcast. And, you know, we have industry experts like David Lisson and Cody yeah, Krillman right. and Danielle Lambert and Brandon Brashears and Debbie Boone and Adam Christman and Tracy Sands and, you know, all these amazing people. And, awesome, you know, it's sort awesome. of like it's this intersection of technology marketing and and talking about life and mm -hmm. you know and it's just you know it's a good place to just i know there's a lot of podcasts out there and um but it's it's kind of a cool way especially for us to talk to our customers and 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 really like have honest discussions online about their seo and about their websites and things like that so it's it's really cool love it love it nice. i've listened it's fantastic adam thank you thank you thank, thank you. you so much thank for coming you so on much, it's been adam. great I think our Thanks. listeners got a ton. They're going to drive traffic and make a lot of money using their website. Yes. <laughs>
And please work with your website company and please answer the phone and be nice. That's all I ask you. (laughs) Those are the takeaways. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, guys. For all the positive leaders listening out there, we hope you learned something to take back to your practice to put into use tomorrow. We want to hear from you, good, bad, and everything in between. So email us at positiveleaders at gmail.com. That's positive with a P-A-W. Want to hear about a specific topic on the podcast? Email us. Want to have your You Can't Make This Shit Up story featured? Email us. You can listen to us on your favorite podcast app and subscribe to the Positive Leadership Podcast. And be sure to rate us. Check out our website at www.positiveleaders.com. That's positive with a P-A-W. And as always, catch us on all the socials. This is Andrea. And David. Signing off until next time. Stay happy and sane. The Positive Leadership Podcast is solely for informational purposes. The information, statements, comments, views, and opinions provided in this podcast are general in nature, and such information, statements, comments, views, and opinions, and the receipt of this podcast by any listener are not intended to be and should not be construed as the provision of any business advice. The information, statements, comments, views, and opinions expressed or provided in this podcast, including by speakers and guests, are those of Andrea Crabtree, David Liss, and their guests only, may not be current, and do not represent the statements, comments, views, and opinions of any other person or business entity. Andrea Crabtree, David Liss, and or the Positive Leadership Podcast do not make any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of any of the information, statements, comments, views, or opinions contained in this podcast, and any liability, therefore, including in respect of direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage of any kind whatsoever, is expressly disclaimed.